Do you feel like it's time to begin a new period of productivity, growth, and success in your life? It happens. It happens. And we just need the right motivation and the right teacher. Welcome to the Bees Presents Epic Visionary. No matter where you are in life, if you've made it or on the way up the ladder, this is for you. We're here to enlighten, discuss, inform, and question established points of view so that we can begin a period of new discovery and achieve those life-altering, amazing results. This is The Bees Presents Epic Visionary. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Charles the Bees Beasley, and I want to thank you for uh, giving me your ear today and investing a little bit of time with me. I realize that your time is valuable, and I promise you that I will be respectful of your time. Uh, In today's episode, we're going to talk about quitting can propel you. Quitting can propel you. So if you want to know why uh, this podcast might be important to you, uh, then this is what it's about. If you are not satisfied with your current station in life, self-esteem could be job satisfaction, income, relationships. Uh, If you feel like you are stuck in a rut and you just want to get off of the merry-go-round that you cannot seem to get off of, then this podcast is for you and it is Epic Visionary. So um, what I would like to do before we get into the nuts and bolts of that is uh, to tell you something very interesting. And the interesting thing apart about this is that every person in the world has heard of me and you too, the listener, have heard of me. That is cool in itself. But there's something that's a little more cool than that. And that is the fact that all people that are to come, the unborn, but the people that will be born will hear of me because everybody has been told about the story about the birds and the bees. And that was me. Again, I appreciate you guys. uh, And and that helps us build a relationship because we uh, have uh, been introduced at some particular point in time in our journey. Now, the goal of this podcast is to simply encourage you to question established points of view so that you might be able to pivot and change, maybe go in a different direction that will help you accomplish extraordinary results in your life. Now, the way that we uh, hope to do that is simply by interviewing and connecting with people from all walks of life uh, because everybody has a story to tell and we can learn something from everybody if we open up our mind and listen to the story. So I know and I believe that success leaves clues and I've come to a realization what one man can do, another man can. So when I see others achieving goals that they have and uh, doing well, then that simply lets me know uh, what one man can do, another man can, and therefore I can do the same thing if I 
apply myself. Now, in the stories that we talk about and that we uh, come into contact with, um, we're going to discover defining moments in your own life when you look at the stories from others uh, that will require you to to, uh, have a vision and to see another point of view. And then you got to take action. So if you do that and you recognize those things in your own life, then it will set off a period of positive change uh, in any area of your life or all areas of life that you choose uh, to make those changes. That's how you become an epic visionary. And we will talk about that in a little bit more detail. Now, uh, for this episode, we're going to talk about me and parts of my life and some changes that I made uh, in my life that helped me move forward in my career and helped me uh, with my own self-esteem and uh, help me uh, get to a point that I feel comfortable about where I am in my journey as I continue to move forward. Uh, We're going to reference a couple of quotes here to kind of help us kind of tie all this together. One of them says, you can learn a lot from a dummy. Uh, That is why they use them in crash tests. So you see the crash test dummies and and the car uh, industry uses them to get the data from the the crash test and see what goes on. Uh, Nobody gets killed or injured, but there's a lot of good data that come from it to help them build better cars and move forward on that. So you can learn a lot from a dummy. Uh, That is why they use them in crash tests. The second quote that uh, comes to my mind was from a poster that I read. And it says the only thing worse than being blind is having sight and no vision. Now, I really, really love this particular uh, quote uh, because the only thing worse than being blind is having sight and no vision. So if you have sight and no vision, then you are worse off than a blind man. So just let that marinate in your soul a little bit and think about that because I find that uh, very, very uh, profound and enlightening to me to make me think about certain things. So as we kind of move forward here, uh, we're going to talk about my story. And the first story uh, that comes to mind is uh, when I went to work at HTV Rentals. Now, to set the scene, I went to college and I did not graduate from college. Uh, There are probably a lot of people out there who may be surprised by that. I was 13 hours away from graduating. I started in school and I was going full time. uh, And then of course we had to pay for college and take some pressure off certain things. So I began to work and I went to school part-time and I began to work full-time. And uh, eventually uh, I went on in my career and I did not finish uh, my college degree. So my job was at HTV Reynolds. And when I started to work there, uh, I started out as what they called an account manager, uh, which is a Fugazi term because really what I was was a delivery guy. So imagine me going out having to deliver uh, VCRs and uh, washers and dryers and refrigerators and living room sets and bedroom sets and entertainment centers and stereos. Uh, and then we had to go up into some uh, tough places. And uh, again, it gets hot during the summer. They had me wearing a, a shirt and a tie to perform this job. And another aspect of my job was to uh, get people to pay 
for the items that they rented. And typically they needed to pay every Friday or Saturday. Uh, and if not, then they would be considered delinquent. If they did not make that payment, then it was my job to persuade or convince them to honor their commitment and have them pay the payments on uh, Saturday or on Monday, or I would have to have them return the merchandise to the store and I would hold it until such time that they were able to make the payment and then get it back. Now, early on in my career, I recognized that it is a lot easier to carry a dollar bills than to have to pick up a refrigerator and take it up and down steps uh, to bring it in and out. And uh, I was very good at uh, communicating with people and just giving them the benefits of making those payments so much so that I moved from uh, the account representative to an assistant manager. And then I got to manage stores and the gentleman that actually hired me at HTV Rentals, he went on to uh, start his own company. And when he started his own company, he came to me as he was growing and he uh, wanted me to help him get his store, keep his store in order and help him with delinquency because that had been become a trait of mine. Now, the thing about delinquency is if you let people hold the merchandise and they're not paying you, you have other customers that are coming in wanting or needing to rent things. So you would have to, again, uh, buy some more furniture uh, or uh, items for people to rent. So now you got uh, inventory that's out in homes that is not being paid on and you're having to go buy more uh, income. So that bothers your cash flow. So uh, when I went to work with this gentleman, he knew what my philosophy was. It was his football, so to speak. So he was the owner and he decided that he was OK being a little bit more lenient up until the point that cash flow got to be a problem. So at that particular time, he comes back to me and says, look, we got an issue. You need to fix it. And you got 30 days to do that. Now, uh, in my mind's eye, I said that I'm not going to do that. I already told you uh, what needed to be done and you chose to go in a di different direction. So I tell you what you do. You do it yourself. And I quit that job. Now, I had been in the rent to own business for quite some time. And you could imagine quitting something that I've been doing for about seven years or so, I think, and moving to a different direction. Now, I am a mama's boy. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm a mama's boy. So I had to call my mother and say, mama, I, I quit my job. And my mama said to me, oh, no, baby, uh, what you going to do? I said, mama, I don't know what I am going to do, uh, but I do know that I'm not going to do that. So now I'm out here. I don't have my degree. Uh, my options are limited. A lot of the guys that I was in school with now are graduating. They're moving on in their careers. At one time, I was making more money than them uh, simply because I was working uh, while they were in school. Now they're starting to graduate and move on. They're getting these jobs and they're moving on. So hence, I uh, go work with a combined insurance company. So now I'm in the insurance business, which was pretty cool because uh, they sent you to Atlanta. I went to Atlanta for two weeks. They put me up in a hotel. They taught me um, how to make a presentation. They taught me how to rebut or overcome objections. And I was good at it. Uh, I was very energetic, enthusiastic. They uh, taught me a lot about uh, how to present things and and how to tell a story and then uh, how to uh, sell the product, which was sickness, disability policies. 
at the time. And, and I did well, so much so that uh, they made me uh, a team leader. Now, the interesting thing about being a team leader uh, is the fact that uh, you have to help new people come in and sell policies for yourself to make some money. Then you have to encourage them and teach them how to make some money. You get a little bit of what they sell as well to help you. The problem is, is that a lot of people don't have the same work ethic or the same skill set, and then they get in and then they quit and then they bring somebody else in and then they quit. Uh, now you're spending time trying to get them trained and you're all over the map. And that was just on the, I was in that rut. I was on that, that hamster wheel. Now, uh, at this particular point in time, I committed to that job for a year and I did that job for a year and a turning point came as I was sitting on my couch one day and my roommate is getting ready to take his girlfriend out for her a birthday party. And he says, you want to come be this? Nah, man, I just don't, I don't feel good right now. Uh, I think I'm going to stay here. Now, I, I told a little white tail because it wasn't that I didn't feel well. It was simply the fact that I didn't have any money. I couldn't take myself out, much less take a date out. And I was sitting there and I said, mm, this right here ain't working out. So I decided once again that I was going to quit that job. I called uh, my uh, supervisor or my lead and told him what was going to happen. And again, they told me, Beasley, you're good at it. You can do this. I said, I understand. I, I agree. I am pretty good at it. Uh, I know how to sell insurance for myself. Uh, his boss called me. We had the same conversation. And then they called the corporate head, which was at the time in Florida. And I talked to the people down there and I said, I get it. I can appreciate it. And I thank you for all of the stuff that you poured into me. And you might be right yet. And still, I am going to uh, separate from this company. Now, again, I don't have a college degree. I'm a little bit longer in the two, so to speak. And I'm wondering what I got to do. Mama's boy called mama once again. Mama, uh, I quit my job. Oh, baby, what you going to do? I don't know what I am going to do. But I do know that I'm not going to do that. So now I'm sitting here in a situation that I don't know what I'm going to do now. At this particular time, as I was working in the uh, in the insurance business as well. And I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you hear noises outside of your apartment complex and then you uh, have to get up and ease to the window pull the shade down and you hear noise and you looking out there to see if somebody is uh, at your car. And I'm not talking about stealing your car if they were coming to repossess your car. Well, I was in that situation when I worked at Combined Insurance Company. Uh, I made $13,900 as a grown man. Uh, and that was for a year's time. So, you know, the dire straits that I was in. But again, people would not know that because I am the bees and I had to keep on a good face to kind of deal with that. Uh, so much so that I needed money that my sister, who is 10 years younger than me, uh, helped me out, helped the big brother out by giving me some money so I could put a little something on that car payment to keep them from coming to get it, to buy me a little time. So again, I thank her for that as we went through that journey at the time. Now I have to decide on what am I going to do? I don't have a degree. The world has passed me by. 
where am I in my own personal journey? So I began to see or recognize that some people that I went to college with, some of my fraternity brothers with multiple degrees, one of them had a master's degree and he's selling cars. As I go out at night, I see some of the guys that are in the car business. They seem to be living well and they move it into the nice neighborhoods. They always got money in their pocket. They dress well. They happy. They hanging out. I said, ah, there's got to be something to that car business. Some people I knew, some people I didn't know, but I recognized that things had to be going well. So I uh, thought about it a little bit. Now, uh, keep this in mind today in 2021 it was the same in uh, 1995 is when I got in the car business, but I don't know of uh, anybody. I know that I didn't as a kid say, you know, when I grow up in life, I want to be a car salesman. I don't think you know anybody uh, that said that when you were growing up. I don't think you know anybody who really says that today. Uh, we all wanted to be doctors and lawyers and firefighters and uh, police officers or whatever the case may be architect. We went to school to be mechanical engineers and, and move on in our life. Again, I recognize that the car salesman did not need a college degree, yet it seemed like uh, it would be an opportunity to uh, make some money uh, and move forward in my life to feel better about myself and be able to do the things that I want to do. So in 1995, I got into car business and that period of time actually changed my life for the good. And I uh, really appreciate that opportunity. And I've uh, done really well with it as we move forward. So this is going to bring us uh, to the three critical points in the story or takeaways that I want you to really, really uh, latch on to. The, the, what we're going to do is break down what I call the get down. Now, if you like music, the get down is obviously those points in the music that has the rhythm that just keeps you moving. It keeps you on the dance floor. It's the part of the story that keeps you moving forward when you, you don't necessarily know if you need to. But keep going back to these three points, and this is the get down that we want to talk about. Now, point number one is what I call the jump off. Now, the point number one is to recognize and see a different point of view uh, than the person that is before you. Okay. So just because somebody has a point of view does not mean that you have to agree with it. You can use your critical thinking to recognize that maybe you have a different or a better way. Now to help us uh, solidify what that uh, different point of view is or the jump off of how we can recognize it. I want to talk to you about the difference between an outcome versus a goal. So let's visualize this. Let's suppose we're in South Carolina where I am today and our goal or our outcome that we want to get to is Los Angeles, California. We want to end up in Los Angeles, California. That is the outcome that we're hoping for. Now, our goal to get there is to get in an airplane and we're going to go across the northern part of the United States uh, up around, I guess, Michigan or North Dakota. So we start off in this plane and our goal is to go that way. So we are headed in that direction and we're flying right along. And as we start to look at the weather patterns, we see uh, uh, an event, an atmospheric event that says that we probably don't want to continue on that path 
because that might cause us to uh, crash. So we decide that now we're going to change direction and we're going to fly down the southern part of the United States around Texas, per se. So now we we're we're diverting from flying over Detroit and we're headed down toward the Texas way. As we're headed down towards Texas, uh, they're developing engine trouble. So we have to land I guess in Indiana. So we're in Indiana. And again, our stated outcome is to get to Los Angeles, California. So as we get out of the plane, we decide, I tell you what we're going to do. We're just going to take the train and we're going to take the train and we're going to roll out on the train until we get to where Los Angeles, California, because that is again, our stated outcome. As we start down the tracks on the train, I don't know, something happens to the train which causes us to have to get off. Again, the outcome is still where Los Angeles, California. So we get on the bus. Now we get on the bus and we make it to our stated outcome, which again is Los Angeles, California, but we do get there. So we had to change direction multiple times and change our goal to get there. Now, what caused us to recognize that was we used our sensory acuity or our sharp senses to see a need for change, which required that change to happen several times, but we knew where our outcome was. So we saw a need for a new direction because where I was going was not where I wanted to go. So we had to change direction and move in a different direction by seeing a different point of view. And that is number one. Now in the first job, he wanted me to stay and he gave me 30 days to do it. I said, we don't have the same vision or we don't have the same goals. So I decided to move forward in the second job with uh, the combined insurance company. We both felt like I could do the job, which we, I could. With that being said, uh, I do believe had I stayed there that I would have eventually made more money than I did. Uh, but I recognized in my mind's eye that it would not get me to the level that I wanted to be, nor would it get me there in the time frame that I wanted to. Uh, because again, I was getting a little bit longer in the tooth and I wanted to do something different and I wanted a different environment. So that's the first thing or the jump off is to recognize and see a different point of view and then, uh, recognize that we might need to change and, uh, go in a different direction. Now, which brings us to, to point number two in the get down. Number two is vision. Now I'm going to ask this question. And the question simply is, is there a difference between sight and vision? Uh, do you think there's a difference between sight and vision? And I'm going to, uh, be quiet here for a second or two. I want you to think about that and I'm going to be right back at you. All right. All right. All right. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. So I say to you that there is a difference between sight and vision. Now, the dictionary says sight is a function of the eyes, while vision is a function of faith. A sight is a function of the eyes, while vision is a function of faith. 
The second definition that I found was sight is the ability to see things as they are, while vision is the ability to see things as they could be. Now, I love this because you can have sight. But sight simply tells you the way the world is today. Vision tells you what it could be. Now, the first thing that you have to do is recognize, again, going back to point number one, am I getting to where I want to be? If you have vision, then you have faith. But your vision about what you want for your life has to be so big and so crystal clear that it tells you that this is where I want to be and you recognize that you're not getting there. So you got to pivot and do something different. I say that you got to have a uh, vision or the ability to see the invisible. If you have such vision that you can see the invisible, then that is what propels you to continue to move forward because vision and seeing those things that are not there is faith. So if you have a crystallized vision, then that is the faith that helps you move forward to get to where you want to be. Now, the interesting thing about that is in order to be a visionary, you must have vision. You cannot be a visionary without vision. So if you have sight and no vision, then you are worse off than a blind man. So you either have to develop vision or exercise the vision that you have to help you move forward in your life. Now, so the the, the jump off again was a different point of view. Number two is vision. Do you have the ability to see things as they could be is critical. So the third point though, is after you've done all that, the one thing that you have got to do next is critical. You have got to take action. You got to do something. So in my situations, in those two situations, the decision or the action that I decided to take that was necessary was for me to quit. So I decided in those circumstances that I was not getting to the vision that I had for myself and the point of view that the others had of what I needed to do or should do was not the same. So because I knew or had a good idea about what success looked like to me, it caused me to quit. It forced me to move and do something different. So quitting did not stop me. Quitting propelled me, which takes us back to what we talked about in the first place. This this podcast is quitting uh, can propel you and quitting did propel me to do different things and help me move forward in my journey to self-satisfaction. Now, in this scenario, it is OK to be scared because that's just what happens when we cannot see or we don't know what's out there to us. It's OK to be scared about that. Now, we all know someone or it has been us that uh, or have been holding on to a job because we say or they say, well, I ain't going to quit until I got another one. I don't want to be out there without no income. So they get stuck there again. They are stuck on that 
that treadmill or they're the hamster on the treadmill because they're so afraid to let it go. They won't move on uh, from a relationship that uh, everybody knows and they know is not going anywhere, but they would rather hold on to something or somebody in a relationship because they are so afraid to move on because they're afraid to be by themselves. Uh, there's some many talented people out there working on another job or are afraid to go out and out there and see the invisible and uh, start their own business uh, that they will probably be able to do if their vision is big enough to propel them out of the situation that they're in, but they are afraid to move on. So they cling to the job that's actually holding them back or they're staying on that job. They won't take that first step. They won't go out and, and say, well, this is my worth. I'm getting paid this. I'm going to leave this job and go find me another one because they don't want to put in the work. So they settle for less than what they are capable of or what they deserve. And it, it is okay to be uncertain. The, uh, the parts of the, the get down that we're talking about here is that part of the, the story that I want you to, again, let marinate in your soul over and over and over again to help you get to where you want to be. The get down again is different point of view, uh, have vision and then to take action and then play those over and over. And if you look at your life or other people's lives, then that is some scenarios that happen. Remember that success leaves clues. So I'm going to come back to something real quick. I'll go to something real quick. So I got another question for you that I want you to think about here. Uh, and that question is, what is an epoch? Now, I said epoch, E-P-O-C-H, not epic. There are two different words, and you may obviously already know what it is or be aware of it. Nonetheless, there are those are two different words. So my question to you is, what is an epoch? I'm going to, again, uh, get quiet here for a quick second. I want you to ask yourself that question and see uh, what you come up with. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm back. I'm back. I don't want to leave you alone. So let me tell you again what the dictionary says. The dictionary says an epoch is a period of time in the history of a person's life, typically marked by notable events or particular characteristics. So again, an epoch is a period of time in the history of a person's life, typically marked by notable events or particular characteristics. So I'm going to focus on uh, notable events because in those two stories that I talked about, there are some notable events. Uh, one, again, is when he walked through the door and told me that I had 30 days to correct uh, his mistake in terms of uh, what, how to get that done. I can really remember where I was. I can see his face vividly right now. I can also um, almost tell you what he had on when I told him, I'm not going to do it. I'm out. You take care of it yourself. The, the other time was, again, when I was sitting on the couch and I can remember uh, my friend coming, asking me to go there. I remember laying on the couch. I remember feeling bad that I'm going to tell this man a tale 
because I don't want to tell them that I can't afford it. Uh, those were two notable events and the characteristics about those were the same because I felt the stress. I felt the, uh, anger in one point because the guy came to me and told me that I felt the uh, discomfort because I'm having to tell a story, uh, to someone because I don't have the income or the funds to do that. So those were notable events in those two stories that stand out in my mind so much so that uh, it helped that this was the beginning of the I am not afraid to quit epic in my life. And that epic says, if I must move on, I will move on. So that period uh, in my life was when I developed that epic to be an epic visionary because that is the beginning of the if I must move on I will move on and in my life's time in those jobs I've had to move on from friends I've had to move on from uh, the places that I live because where I was I've changed jobs a couple times I moved from one city to the next because it says if I must move on I will move on. And today where I am in 2001, in terms of my lifestyle, in terms of my self-esteem, in terms of the way I feel about things, the way I feel about the future is dramatically different than it was in 1995. And when I made the decision to move on and finally found the opportunity or the vehicle or the job that gave me the opportunity to get out what I put in uh, has definitely uh, transformed me and moved me on. So uh, I was afraid of the consequences, but the vision that I had for my life was uh, big enough to help me get over being afraid and then take action to do that. So again, remember the get down. The get down is that part of the podcast that you need to remember and play over and over in your mind to help you move forward. This is the formula for success. So if you want to transform and transmogrify your life and transmogrify is to magically change your life to get to the parts of where you want to be, then remember the get down. Uh, remember to uh, challenge a different point of view, uh, have vision, and then to take action uh, that's necessary to get to where you want to be. We talked about this earlier. Success leaves clues. Find people that are successful. Look at what they do uh, or getting them to where they want it to be. And then you can apply those same things and what one man can do, another man can. So the get down uh, for this show, uh, the term was simply quitting can propel you. Quitting can propel you if you uh, have the intestinal fortitude to do that, if you must, which brings us full circle. So we're back to uh, a couple of quotes that we talked about here, which is um, you can learn a lot from a dummy. That is why they use them in crash tests. Now, I am happy to have been your crash test dummy in this episode. Just remember, I have crashed but I have not burned. So I have crashed, 
but I have not burned. And everybody can bounce back from crashes in their own personal lives. And remember, the other quote was the only thing worse than being blind is having sight and no vision. We don't want to be worse than the blind man. So develop vision. Uh, use the vision that you already have to help you move forward and transform and transmogrify your life. I want to uh, thank you for uh, coming on and letting me come into uh, your space a little bit. Uh, thank you for your time. Uh, the next episode that we're going to come out with is going to be called Being Fired Ain't Final. Being Fired Ain't Final. And that's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing. And I really appreciate, uh, again, your time. And we look forward to uh, talking with you uh, soon. You've been listening to The Bees Presents Epic Visionary. The Bees is an executive manager that runs two successful automobile franchises. Having been in the business since 1995, he's hired, trained, and mentored other successful executive managers who run and lead sales teams. And now he sits down with people from all walks of life to reveal how they were able to see the need for change in their way of thinking and begin a new period of productivity, growth, and success in their life. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bees Network. Till next time.